Hello everyone, welcome to Season 2, Episode 19 of the Professional Insights Podcast. My name is Brandon Curry. I'm Jeff Collins. Josh Bond. I'm Trevor Lindy. And after a nice little summer break where Trevor took the month of August off. and in <laughs> Half of July. I'm glad we were uh, in the uh, In the trailer you can't poop in. Um, <laughs> but we're going to do one. Like it is... It's, oh yeah, we got it. We got a plan. We're recording in there or... You're planning on you can recording it. Oh, okay. yeah, hundred percent. Not recording, not recording while you're pooping. No, 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 yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. That's <laughs> just disgusting. That's just, that's just awesome. We can mic it. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, we we're, we're back wow. at it. Uh, it's now September. Uh, September eighteenth. September eighteenth. As the time of recording, the federal um, the federal uh, campaign is well underway. The federal election. Yeah. So called about, been, so we're called about a, a week ago. <laughs> we're getting a lot of things that are coming up and a lot of questions to us regarding that. And uh, we wanted to touch on one episode that we did previous, which was the home buyer's plan uh, through the, the first time home buyer incentive. Yes. And so, Trevor, you. Now every politician is basically promising candy to everybody, and uh, you know, kind of like Oprah: you get a car, you get a car, <laughs> you get a car. It's kind of getting a bit ridiculous. So let's shed some light on now the more clarification we got on the the first time home buyers incentive, incentive. plan. Okay, it's live now, right? It's live. It's, it's live 1st. now. So, uh, September second, it, it became live. Yeah, because it was on the Monday. Um, yep. So, but we're live September second. Uh, with the first-time homebuyer incentive. And although the brokerage had CMHC in to talk to us back in, in July, beginning of July, uh, we before thought... Before you went on vacation. Yes, before I went on vacation for the summer. I uh, <laughs> thought, thought we had all the details about the program. And um, really the biggest eye-opener with it is how it's changing. Uh, we really were under the impression that it was going to help qualification for the borrower. So the borrower would be able to potentially qualify for a little bit more, maybe getting them into the market. You know, here in Niagara, we know how difficult it is. You know, people, single so income trying to re- buy. Let's just remind people about yep. that episode, okay? So okay. if I recall correctly, we used the example of if you were, if it was a new build, and that's when Jeff came in because you knew about the new build stuff. Yes. Uh, you could get up to 10% uh, down payment from CMHC. Yep. Borrowed. Borrowed. Yeah. Because um, they are now becoming your partner in that in, in that asset. You got it. You could then turn around and borrow up to, I think we came up with 480000 including your no. 5% down payment. Actually, according to the call with the CMHC rep, I think it was like 585000 yeah, okay, total purchase price right. with down payment because you can do, as long as your down payment and incentive doesn't exceed 19.99%, so a new construction, if you wanted to take advantage of the CMHC incentive, uh, the first time homebuyer incentive, you could put down say 9.99% owned resources, take 10% on a new construction, five on a resale, uh, and then that gives you your 19.99 and still qualify. Um, the biggest thing that we've learned and, and literally straight out of the gates on uh, that week when it went live. Go figure, the government agency doesn't know what doing that's great <laughs> well, well no they, they implement something and, and then, then they, they start thinking about it, right? and and it's, it's, yeah further well, other people figure it out for them that's that's yeah. exactly it they get criticized on it well so what we didn't know um we thought was more a guideline than anything else was four times your salary 
Uh, in fact, that is, it's set in stone. Four times your salary plus your down payment is your maximum mortgage amount. Okay, so is ceiling on it? I'm going to give you an yeah, actual give, example, okay? Example. So a uh, client makes $60,000 per year. Yeah. Four times. T Ford. T Ford, salaried, self employed individual, two year average, doesn't matter. That's your income. Income, okay. 60000 okay. income that they're bringing in. Non homeowner, haven't you or your spouse haven't owned a home in four years prior to this current calendar year? 60,000 times four is 240,000. If you have, I don't know, $15,000 down, we'll go with okay, so 5% of 300,000, mm-hmm. you're actually only qualifying for 255,000 in order to be eligible for the first time home buyer incentive. So, just to back that up, that basically what Trevor did was take 60,000, multiply it by four. This person has a $15,000 down payment, therefore they can qualify for a $240,000 mortgage because then, but they well, $255,000 purchase price with a $240,000 mortgage. I, yes, yeah, for all, yeah. For this example. Yeah, we'll, we'll go, yeah, we won't get into the nitty gritties, but yeah, yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. Default insurance premiums, all that, yeah, yeah, but no, no, putting no, that no. All, aside, all aside, and then less the, the incentive as well. So they're gonna get, Discount or they excuse and if it's me the a mortgage. New build, so it's a ten percent. If it's a new build, then it would be ten percent. But again, boring. it's it's new, yeah, set at two hundred and fifty five thousand. Yes, yeah, so you're not getting any new builds. Well, that price. so to give you an example, not, like that sixty thousand dollar client, if they're not carrying any monthly obligations, they can potentially afford much more than. I'll give you a, an exact situation where the client is sixty thousand. Okay. They have $40,000 saved up for their down payment. Mathematically, it's technically it's 59 and change. Uh, so they can afford under the incentive 276,000. However, because they're putting down $40,000 on their purchase, they can actually afford to buy as much as 300,000. That renders them ineligible for the first time home buyer incentive though. Why? Because it, it's because outside it the margin. the rule. Technically, we it had- It the four times rule. Yep. Yeah. So, the, so they're the, changing the loan to value uh, essentially percentage for their particular product. The whole idea of the incentive has now been um, uh, put forth that it's not to help you afford more, it's to reduce your liability. Okay. How? Because it's your payment, funds though. But your payments are going to be lower. Because for the next 25 years, if you stay in that house... You never do anything with it. You just stay in the house. You pay off the house in the 25 years. You don't make any payments on that 5 or 10% that CMHC is giving you. But they but own that stake on a house. They too, own right? that stake at, of so the, the house. So the better way would have been what everybody was calling for was the longer amortization schedule, 30 or 35 years, right? Which would have lowered the cost. Well, you're, you're not giving 10% of the profit so to it. The government 5%. felt that that would have wreaked havoc and it would have sent the market... But now here they're changing. They're completely changing things because I've been practicing for sixteen, almost seventeen years now. And where do your down pour, where, where's your down payment come from? What do you mean? Where's your down payment supposed to come from traditionally? Own resources. Own resources. Yes. Now all of a sudden you can borrow. Well, no, because you still to qualify for the incentive, you still need to come to the table with your own money down. How much though? Is it still five minimum? Minimum five? down. Minimum five. Minimum, minimum, yeah. Five? Okay. yeah, minimum of five that you have to okay. come to the table with. Yep. And then they will, again, match five. If you're doing new construction, you don't need to take advantage of the uh, 10%. You can elect to do five. Yep. 
But what I'm trying to educate clients in doing is, let's say you're gonna buy that $500,000 new construction, okay? You've got the 5%, which is 25K. You decide you're gonna take advantage of the 10% option. So CMHC is giving you $50,000 now. You buy today. In 25 years, you're staying in this house, you're not doing anything with it. 25 years from now, you now owe CMHC the fair market, the 10% of the fair market value then. So you're buying for five now. Let's say it's worth a million dollars. Love you now, stab you later. It's worth a million dollars in in 25 years. Which is plausible. Yep. Absolutely. Now you owe CMHC $100,000. And the funny part is we don't... Uh, we don't know what it means in 25 years. Are they going to have to make payments to CMHC? Does the client now have to go to the bank or their credit union or lender or come to the broker, take out a Mm. new mortgage? You've just accomplished one of the greatest financial, uh, achieved, excuse me, one of the greatest financial accomplishments of your life of paying off your mortgage. Guess what? You've got a new one now because they're registering a second mortgage. That's exactly what the incentive is, is a second mortgage being registered on title. And it is based on when you go to pay. So if you wanted to pay them out before the 25 years, it's going to be based on an appraised value at that time. It's going to be based on the sale value if you're selling yeah. that house before the 25 years. So this has been around for like two weeks now. Do we have any numbers of people actually doing this? I So we were on a call. Uh, I'm trying to think. What day? It would have been the Monday after. So it was the week after September 2nd. That Monday, we had CMHC on our on our weekly call. Uh, to talk about it, I've communicated with some lenders. They've started to see some applications come in. Three, four applications out of all of the applications that they're normally doing. So it's so not swinging a miss. It's not a lot of people that are taking advantage of it. And the reality is, there's a lot of applications that were coming in that were getting declined because they didn't qualify for the incentive. Because you, they didn't meet the four times. Because the they, were, because, yeah, because they were trying to buy something over four times, their plus salary. their down payment. So it doesn't make any sense to me. Curry, you as a financial advisor, does mm. that make sense to do that? To pay off your mortgage? Never. Another mortgage? Hell no. Doesn't make I any would sense. Never, I would never, ever, ever. I mean, I'm a libertarian by by DNA. I, I don't want the government involved in anything that I do if I can, if I can get away with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would never go into, I mean, I, I have a hard time going into business with like a rental property. I would have a very hard time. It's got to be the right person. And you want me to get the government involved? Absolutely no. I would advise all my clients, sorry, I can't, I can't put a, a I can't paint a brush. I don't advise people not to do something. I basically educate them on what the decision is, basically what Trevor just did, and the consequences of their actions. So basically, because what we're finding is that the vast majority of Canadians don't have a lot of money to retire. There is a uh, retirement epidemic that's happening right now. And unfortunately, because of that, a lot of people got reset in 2008 and 2009. And um, because of that, a lot of people will have to, unfortunately, even though we don't implement that in any of our financial planning uh, scenarios, um, will have to rely on their principal residence. And so I'm kind of cringing at the fact that someone would be um, that maybe, and in my in my case, let's say, you know, I bought in 2000, 2013 for four hundred thousand. Don't mind sharing this with people, yeah. and then. Uh, it's now worth well over seven, Trevor, would you say? I mean, I guess, like, because of the boom that happened in Niagara. Last appraisal, yeah, right? was in 
just shy so of or mind, just over. Yeah. And, 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 and that's, guys, and anyone that's listening, that, that is luck. That is the 2015, yep. 2016 boom that happened. Jeff, you know it. You've seen my home as well. So it's it was we did not expect that to happen because all of our models like that we do for financial plans, it's 3% per year on property. I think the oversized pool table hurts the value of it. (laughs) From January till now, we've seen this year, 2019, we're up 6%. And so we're up the last three months. 19 is a good year. 18 was a little soft. Right. Right. But here's my point. So you've got these people and he's talking about using 3% as his number, right? And we're still, but you're only, see, here's your thing. We're talking 25 years down the road where people will forget. Yes. But I'm not talking about 25 years down the road. I'm talking about a first time home buyer who is is maybe a bought in 2013 took it like in this yep. particular scenario took advantage of this of this uh, partnership agreement with the government and then turned around and sold it six seven years later to go okay that's it this is awesome well in my particular case if i would have done that the government would have given me 40 if i mean i don't uh, yeah we would have qualified for four times that's fine uh the government would have given me 40 and i would now owe them seventy five thousand dollars of my principal residence in how many years in five years, six right. years. Six years. Yeah, if you do the math on that. It, yeah. Yeah. Do the math on that, everybody. Yeah. 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 Then, uh, like, what's the percentage rate on that? I'd be interested to see. Exactly. So, it's al- almost fifty percent. If they lent you lent you forty. Yeah, and you're seventy. Well, and you're paying them seventy five. Correlated to the growth of the principal yep. residence. And so, if you look, and in fairness, <laughs> yeah, if yeah, the, almost hundred times. So, too. anybody listening or watching, so they know, if the value of the house goes down. You, you only still owe. owe. No, no, you'll, you'll only owe what what the value is at that point. So your four hundred thousand uh, dollars house is worth two hundred thousand dollars now. Okay. So they're a partner, really. You'll, you'll and real estate traditionally goes down over time, right? You got it. How did you know? Yeah. It's the best investment. But no, but there's unless your, it's an Elliott Lake, right? Because they did that with cars. So and and so people look at it. They don't look at it in the same detail that I look at it in the sense of. Okay, what's my mortgage? What's my carrying costs? What improvements have I done on, on, on this property in order to get it to the 750 valuation? Yeah. Right? None of that is calculated into the Yeah, the improvements aren't all. backed out. Nothing. Right? And that is a key point. If you are putting money out of your pocket to improve the value, guess what? You're handing the, the government, government the portion money. of that growth. Yeah. So because you cannot back it that It is out. the it's equivalent not. of having... To, to put it to boil it down as I've told my clients it's the equivalent of having you're a silent partner on a business venture who does absolutely nothing to grow the business to promote the business to invest in the business all they literally do is give you seed money in the beginning and own 10% of your of your of your property in the end and it's and, seed money which would be the mortgage insurance anyways basically right I well I guess you could say that's where they're taking it from. Really, really, wherever. Right? It's yeah, what cost they're taking shares. it from? I they're don't know. But so are you, are you required to CMHC, or, well, I'll say CMHC insure, are you required to insure the mortgage I, under this regime? It has to be an insured mortgage, uh, but it can so be you're still paying your the insurers. Sure, so, but so you're still be paying CMHC, the insurance it be on it. It can be Canada Guarantee, yeah. any one of them, but CMHC is the one that's in fact... So, but you still have to insure the mortgage. Correct. Unless you you're putting your 20% than, down. Or, and then you're no longer eligible for the incentive. And if you qualify for this, you probably qualify for a traditional mortgage too, right? Without doing this. Yes. And so, that, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like that choice, real right? world example of $60,000 annual salary, 40000 down. So what's it really get you? She was, sorry, I said, I said 275 It was 285 yeah. that she was eligible for. And uh, she would have got 300 
the traditional way, right? Yeah. So what's the yeah. what's the there's no point? no advantage to I wonder if the real motivation behind this is apart from them making cash is to buy votes. Did somebody say that? <laughs> Who said that? So one thing I will tell you. Just let me get this. Okay, I'll let you get the thought out. To deter people from overspending on real estate. I'm trying to look for a silver lining in terms of how the government is trying to serve the people here as opposed to being self-serving. I, the marketing information is all how they're helping reduce your monthly obligations. But they're, yeah. Right, because you're right yeah, now. You have no payments. You have no payments on that borrowed sure. second mortgage. Sure. Right. But you will have a lump sum payment at some point in time in the future, a guaranteed. Lump sum payment or a mortgage payment, or we don't know. Yeah. And well, it's going to be a lump sum payment to them. That's what I. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> but you may, you may have to make well, you know. It sounds like a mortgage payment too are minuscule right now. So let's say they call this a flop with the election coming up. Do you think they could go to the extended amortization? Um, I That's think what I keep hearing. Everybody wants. So you, you, we might go down. That that might be. Don't like. I mean, it's September eighteenth. We it's only day seven on the campaign trail of a thirty-six day campaign. Yeah. Don't be a bit surprised if I potentially believe uh, the, conser October, the conservative yeah. party might might and make and, some promises and, and or that has been kicked around. That has been talked about. Don't mm -hmm. be a bit surprised about that. One of the two major parties who are looking to form government might look at that. Well, Keep also in mind too, and if I don't, sorry. Yeah, that's okay. A lot of these promises and promises have not been costed by the parliamentary budgetary office. So this hat, none of these have been costed on what it costs the taxpayer. Because you got to remember, <laughs> CMHC is backed by the taxpayer. Yeah. Okay. Like hundred percent. If and yes, you pay your premiums, and yes, CMHC has enough money in the bank. Don't worry, like for a catastrophic catastrophic failure. But if there is ever a catastrophic failure in Canada. The taxpayer, according to legislation, is on the hook to bail out CMHC, and what we don't know is on the hook to bail out Genworth, which is a privately held corporation. Does it back Genworth it's as well? We back Genworth. The taxpayers back Genworth. Look it up. It's true. Okay. I, uh, I will glad. Well, I, should we ask Google? Genworth was just sold. Yeah. But yeah. No. The, the in, U.S. In the parent company, the U.S. company, yeah, yeah. sold off the Canadian. Yes, yeah, so but in in Canada, so the, the, under yeah. legislation. Well, so Can't talk to, if, if you're referring to, um, <laughs> it was a uh, <laughs> I, I can't even think of what it is right now. But sorry to go back to to the comment that I was going to make. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was day one or day two of the campaign trail. Trudeau in Toronto said on record that if his party is elected to power, they're gonna bump it up to, was it, Jacqueline, do you remember, was it 768,000? Yeah, they, they were talking. You Jacqueline, it's totally fine. It's, it's gonna be hard for her to actually be heard. Are, but, yes, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was 768,000 that they, that the, the liberals have yes. vowed to yes. increase, and that yes. was day one or day two of the That's campaign right. trail. That's right. So they're already increase talking. If, 768,000. Uh, so instead of the 480, that we have right now. But that's misleading, too. That's only in certain markets. Uh, yeah, specifically for GTA, GVA. Correct, and possibly Montreal dependent. Well, my my argument that I had, I was literally, I was, the CMHC rep and I were talking in circles uh, that first week on the Friday because we were going on and, and I said to her, you know what, the whole idea of this was to help Canadians, um, you know, become homeowners and I, I I'm a firm belief now, knowing the inner workings of this program, 
that they are actually n not only hurting GTA, GVA, the Greater Golden Horseshoe is seeing an impact because of that example there. Another client on his own, 40,000 based on his down payment, he's good for 235. But if he were to qualify for the CMHC incentive, the first time home buyer incentive through CMHC, 220 is his maximum. I've did I've done multiple calculations for clients and in every situation except for one and it was just because in that one situation the borrower's liabilities were much greater than their four times salary plus down payments. Got it. Well, and put it in real estate terms right? too. Right. Like so if they you're could buying two twenty, like there's what five houses in Southern Niagara that you can afford, and they only forty grand worth of work to them. Oh. Minimum. Yeah. Minimum. You know, and that's foundation issues, roof issues, windows. No. Yeah. HVAC. I hope the camera's not so on you. Why? Oh, it gives you flexing your muscles. Hand behind uh, your head. Oh. My <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going in the cart with you on Friday. <laughs> yeah. Go for it. I'll ride with Dan. <laughs> I just I have a hard time seeing. Uh, Move into the, your microphone. I'm sorry, I, I have a hard time seeing the the true incentive behind it. Right? I mean, or I think value, that's period. that's what we're trying to say. I mean, yes, for but sure, it might reduce your payments for the time being we do have to acknowledge that it's geared towards that first time it's we're outside of who the liberals are trying to appeal to when they announce the cmhc incentive yeah, right like i firmly yeah. believe if you want to get in the housing market you big borrow steal whatever you've got to do to get that first house because if you're not in the market it's just gonna get harder and harder yep. to get in there so. I, I, I get in it see, way, i would have seen i would have rather from a financial planning perspective i would rather have seen uh, the ability to, um, which they did temporarily bump it up from 25,000 from your RSPs to 35,000 yeah. from your RSPs. Um, that's I'm okay with. Uh, not really, because you're taken away from your retirement. But you could also argue the fact that your principal residence could be yeah. used towards your retirement in the end. Um, I would have rather seen to allow parents one time to borrow from their RSPs yeah. That would have been a lot more creative. First-time homebuyers don't really have who, That would have been interesting. Who, who, who's first, got 35? first-time homebuyer? Hey, if there's any candidates listening to this, if you could pass resolution, like, that's what you need to do. Allow parents who to, for their children, one time, yeah. to borrow from their seven, eight, nine hundred thousand dollars dollars RSPs. Per Is kid. it one time? Per, per kid. kid, that's what I was going to say. 25000 yeah. 35000 Cap it. Cap it. Yeah. Give it to the children and allow them to give them more down payment. You're keeping the government out of it, yeah. and it's putting more money into the system and allowing that it, just the free market to take that. And let's be honest, there, there is huge statistics out there that CMHC, Genworth, and Canada Guarantee do about the, the gifted down payment. The gifted down payment is is climbing. 100%. Mom and dad yes. are gifting that money, and, and let's be honest. And, or and going on to, title well, to, with the kid. Yeah, well, to, and to go even further, if mom and dad are gifting the money for the uh, for the child, where's mom and dad taking the money from? I see far too often they're taking it from their HELOC. So the oh, government yeah. is trying to control and saying, you know, debt's, debt level is climbing. Canadians are spending more than, than they have. Well, d to your, you know, logical point. That's a point, super solution, I think. Why I not? think it's, it's a great solution. No, yeah. I am ready. Curry from here in 2019. We should uh, start somewhere, right? Yeah. Yeah. right. We got to we gotta wrap this one up. This has gone, I think, a bit longer than what we typically do. But, I mean, it was a 
pretty passionate discussion. Too, That's pretty so. new yes. too. So as um, always, you know, talk to your local pro or one of us. Yeah, and we'll yeah give more talk information. to a professional. People, please don't listen to politicians and and maybe tellers at a bank. Actually, talk to people that actually know the the. You know, not that we don't like tellers. At there's the good bank. tellers at the bank, but no, just maybe I mean, not, no, not but knowledgeable. Like, it's not a it's not talk to someone who does it on a daily basis yeah. and knows what they're what they're what they're talking about. Yeah. Um, thanks very much, everyone. Thanks for listening. Uh, Where can you hear us? Yeah, everywhere, <laughs> including Dagline, the Apple Josh, TV. <laughs> help us help you stay informed. Thanks, everyone. Ciao. Out. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. Had all, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. Produced by Cryer Media and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company.